and welcome to the Pet Accountant Podcast with me, your host, Vicky Clark. I'm going to help you get to grips with your finances, save you lots of money and take the stress out of doing your tax return. So let's get going. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's Wind Down Wednesday. Um, I'm here, it's a bit of a change today. Uh, I'm here with Anastasia um, who owns the Dog Tooth Fairy. And the reason that I've got Anastasia on today is because we're going to do, uh, we're going to change it up every month. So basically, I'm going to get a client who um, does different things. So uh, obviously, got Anastasia today, who shall tell you what she does in a sec. Um, I'll have a dog trainer on hopefully next week, and then we'll have a dog walker, dog groomer. I'm just going to go through getting clients on that are happy to talk about their business experiences, their finance experiences, and then plug anything they want to plug at the end. So tonight we have the lovely Anastasia, a fellow northerner. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for having good. me, Becky. That's all right. Thanks for coming on. Uh, I'm not going to grill you too much, but do you want to just, before I start asking you loads of like businessy, financey questions, mm-hmm. do you want to just tell people what you do? Um, so I have a business called the Dogtooth Fairy and I um, sell ultrasonic Emipet toothbrushes mainly to pet professionals that want to offer teeth cleaning as extra service to the business. Um, I also help support those pet professionals. So when they come to me, they maybe don't know how to use the um, toothbrush. They don't know how to market it. They maybe want some help with ways to like bring more income into the business. So I kind of help help them with that and hold the hand and guide them all the way through. Um, I also offer a Zoom online training courses that are really popular with pet professionals um, and they tend to get pretty booked up. But that's another thing that I offer as well as selling the kits. Um, I give the training courses as well. So, yeah, it's really busy at the minute because everybody seems to be um, wanting to think of extra ways of making money yeah. in their businesses. So it's a really busy time, which is very exciting. And I think teeth cleaning is definitely, definitely something that can earn you some extra big bucks, which I'm sure there's people on here. I know Bill, Bill's have said hello, by the way, oh, hi, um, <laughs> that will agree that it, it can boost your revenue quite significantly um, if you get it right. Yeah. So then when, because you were a dog groomer before we did the Emmy Pet, weren't you? Yeah, I was um, a dog groomer for, I had my own salon for, um seven years and then I think I got the seven year itch (laughs) but it was mainly um a change in my circumstances that made me um move over to being an emipet distributor so um I am an emipet distributor but I work independently so I'm a self-employed person selling the emipet products um I had offered the emipet in my salon for about four years and I'd been distributing as a bit of a side hustle for probably around about a couple of years um but it was becoming a mother in 2020 that just changed my life completely um and after my maternity leave I just sort of come to the decision that going back to grooming full-time wasn't feasible um I had some health complications from the childbirth that left me like with injuries um and just doing such a physical job was yeah. no longer possible um so at that point after my maternity leave I let my salon go um, and my former employee, she now runs it and she has it as her business, which is great. 
Um, so I'm really, really proud of her because she'd worked for me for four years. Oh, wow. um, but yeah, then the Tooth Fairy was born. Um, it was around about June 2021. And that's when I went into this full time. Fab. I mean, that's quite a, a daunting thing, I guess, to well, a, have the child in itself <laughs> to go through that. Um, and then to decide to completely change what you do and I'm you know having a successful business for seven years to then go do you know what I'm actually going to do something else completely different yeah sort of, sort of different was there anything that you sort of did before you made that decision any plans or did you look at figures and or anything or did you just think effort I'm just going to do it <laughs> probably a bit of effort <laughs> I am, quite a, I am quite a spontaneous person, so I tend to take the leap and then think about it afterwards. Mm. Um, and that can be like a bit of a silly thing to do sometimes, but all the times that I've done it, it's been for the right reason and it's been quite successful. So I do feel like I have this kind of, I don't think of the ins and the outs. I just I just jump in and just do, do it. it. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's worked. So why not? Yeah. So is there anything that you, if you looked back from when you first started the Emmy Pet, is there anything that you would have changed what you did or didn't do if you could go back two years and do it all again? Or any lessons you've learned since since swapping over? Um I think it's important if you're doing do running a business just to keep on your own path, stay in your own lane. Don't worry about like what the groomer down the road's doing or the, the other person down the road offering Emmy pet, just stay in your own lane and stay focused and keep your eyes on the prize. So set yourself goals and just keep looking forward and don't be looking side to side and thinking what they're doing, what they're doing, because otherwise you just stifle your own success because you end up stuck in a rut. Yeah just churning over and ruminating on other people's businesses when you should be tending to your own yeah I think that is really really important I'm in so many Facebook groups not necessarily just grooming ones but um dog walking training and I think you're right people tend to focus on what everyone else is doing and not what the what they're doing themselves and then they sort of lose their way slightly I think Helen did um like a little live in her group the other day about comparison and comparing yourself to each other. Like you say, you just need to focus on yourself and ignore what everyone else is doing. Like me and Lee don't look at what all the other accountants are doing in the area yeah. or in the country. We just, we don't really care. Like mm-hmm. just concentrate on ourselves, make our own goals. And that's what we focus on. Obviously it's, it's good to have some sort of, have a little nose every now and again, but I wouldn't focus necessarily on exactly what someone else is doing. And I did it a few years ago. There was a, a girl that I knew from, uh, I used to do clear pigeon shooting and I knew she was an accountant. And I always used to like look on her Facebook page and I used to be like, oh, she's got like 1,200 followers. I haven't got 1,200 followers. And honestly, I was obsessed. Mm-hmm. This is obviously going back a while now. And when I look back, I think, why was I, why but yeah. I was properly obsessed I'd go on at least once a week and I'm like what's she doing what's she putting on a grip what's yeah. she putting on a page and I just thought you'd be ridiculous get a grip yeah but I think it's brilliant that you've niched off into the sort of pet pet world because um there it there has been no specific pet accountant and you know I think it's brilliant because you are my accountant and I find you like super um like approachable laid back is what we said before yeah you're really laid back not at the minute (laughs) 
No, but it's it's just nice to have someone to go to and and ask questions. And usually, you know, you'll get back to the questions and you're not made to feel silly. So that's what I really like about having you as my accountant. I haven't paid her to say that, guys, just as a, <laughs> as a side note before I got on. It's like, give you a tenner. Um, but no, what about the finance side then? Because obviously that's why we're here. Um, mm-hmm. Did you do the finance side any differently when you had the dog room and salon to what you do now? Or have you changed it? Or do you just pretty much do it the same, but with my help? Um, so I've never been great with numbers. I'm going to be like totally honest with you. Yeah. So I've always been a bit rubbish. And um I've come from like parents that sort of think that you should do everything yourself because you shouldn't be paying other people to do things that you could do yourself and keep your costs down. But what I've learned in my kind of eight years of self-employment is why should you spend time bogging yourself down with things that are going to be really, really, really stressful to yourself when they're not your strengths? So my strengths are um, like working with dogs, working with people, um, I'm really knowledgeable about the Emipet toothbrush, giving advice, giving support and selling the products. Those are my strengths. If I was to like spend time trying to number crunch and go through all my books and be shit at it and get really, really stressed <laughs> at it, I'm going to be like holding myself back from the things in my business that I'm really good at that I should be yeah. doing. And they're the things that are drawing the income into my business is me um, doing my Zoom trainings and selling the kits. And if I'm stifling myself from being able to do those things because I'm trying to number crunch and, you know, behind the scenes, it's just counterproductive to my business growth. So yeah. I've learned I've learned that on my journey. Um, it took me nearly eight years to outsource bookkeeping. So I've always had an accountant for the end of tax year. And I think that's really, really valuable and it's tax deductible. So to me, it's always been a bit of a no brainer, like just get yourself an accountant yeah. and, and they'll help you. Um, but this year I finally decided to outsource the bookkeeping as well, because I thought, no, you know, you need someone to keep you right month by month, let you know where you're at with everything. And it just feels good to have like you as my accountant and me as my bookkeeper and to have two professionals that know what they're doing to keep me on the straight and narrow. Yeah, I think even outsourcing in general, and, I, and I've spoken about this before, and obviously, you know, Charlotte, um, when I first started the pet account, I was probably the same as what you've just mentioned in that I didn't really want to outsource anything because I was like, well, I'm not going to pay for it. I want to keep all my costs low and just try and do everything myself. And it got to the point where it just got ridiculous. And I mm-hmm. was like trying to juggle like seven different plates and be like, well, I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll do that, do my own accounts, do do the marketing, do the social media, mm-hmm. do this, do that. And I just couldn't do it. And in the end, obviously I reached out to Charlotte and said, right, do you know what? help me and do honest absolute bloody godsend because mm-hmm. I was just like sinking in like everything yeah. and she just said right I'm going to sort your diary out she got me from a paper diary this is only like this is only like 18 months ago she was like what do you use as a diary and I was like a file of facts and she's like you're kidding me and I showed her I was like look she was like no no she was like you need to get online and get an online diary so I got the online diary and then she just managed everything did all the social media and to be honest, and like you just said, it gave me time to concentrate on the stuff that actually made mm-hmm. me money. And I didn't have to worry about booking appointments in or putting a post on Facebook because she just did it. I mean, it took a while because I'm a mm-hmm. bit of a control freak. Yeah. And she'll tell you that. She'll be like, Vicky, mm-hmm. just let me do it. But after a couple of months, I was like, go, Charlotte, just off you go. You can do it. 
And by having Charlotte, she's making you money by doing the posts and the socials like regularly. And I feel the same about like bookkeepers and accountants that if you employ someone that could do something in like a fraction of the time it would take you to do it because that's their subject specialism and they do it all day, every day, then that would free up more time for you where you could do something that you're good at, like grooming a dog that would make you money. So it's kind of that thing of having to speculate to accumulate and, and yeah, yeah definitely outsourcing is something outsource. that Yeah. I think I did a business course actually last year. I can't even remember what year we're in now. And um, outsourcing was one of the things that came up with one of the actual topics about not trying to do it all yourself. Uh, and I think accountants and bookkeepers were always kind of the last in the list, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I think people think either we're too expensive or we're too, like, corporate. Mm-hmm. Um, and not very approachable and, and someone, you know, say, it's like, I don't know, like a car salesman, I always refer to because they're a bit like, ooh. Do you know what I mean? They just get that, yeah. ooh. When you say it and you're like, <laughs> you're trying to break the barrier of actually yeah. we're not all that bad. We're not massively expensive. Um, it's tax deductible, like you said, yeah. and we will help you and we're not all, you know, suited and booted with a bloody briefcase and a giant calculator. Yeah. You know, Bill's just put their business critical friend exactly. And I, I always try and say to people, and, I, and you know this, use us if you need us. Like mm-hmm. we're there, pick up the phone, drop us an email, drop us a text if you need help. Because I feel like some people are, even when they've got an accountant, are scared to ask those questions. And I think, unfortunately, some people have had really bad experiences with shit accountants. Mm-hmm. Um, Helen, who's a good friend of mine, will tell you she's been on here. Absolutely shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, accountant that just did f all oh. um and just got our accounts in a complete mess mm-hmm. so you know i think it over time hopefully we mainly can break down that barrier and be like do you know what we're not all that bad we don't always wear a suit or we just sit and drink gin <laughs> we sit and drink gin and, and hope that i'm going to get a house soon and not be homeless <laughs> if anyone lives in the northeast and has got a spare room let me know <laughs> Um, but that's a completely different subject. So any what are your goals then moving forward? Have you got any lined up? How do you keep yourself motivated? Because I think as many business owners, especially in this industry, are on their own, um, like dog walkers, trainers, groomers, it can get quite lonely. Like, how do you keep yourself motivated? Um, so when I was a dog groomer and I transitioned from being a dog groomer to the dog tooth fairy, um, it was a bit of a bit of a sort of shock transition because when I'd been a dog groomer, I turned up, you know, I groomed nine to five. I had my set clients. I had my set dogs to groom. And that was my day was all like mapped out for us. When I went from that to being a tooth fairy and it was all online, social media, you know, I had to plan my day and I have to do the marketing. I have to do the emails. I have to decide where I want to take my business to and what my next ideas are. I lacked the structure and I lacked the um, discipline mm-hmm. and I needed some accountability. So um, after doing my live with Bill Betts, I decided to have him as my business coach. And I did that for six months. That really helped me because it gave us the accountability that I needed to like grow my business. And that was really, really helpful. Um, now I do try to like plan 
my time's out and, and decide like when I've got admin time and when I'm looking after my little toddler, I have put her in nursery as well. So that kind of helps with my business. Um, but it can be quite difficult sometimes to, to plan where you're going in your business. Sometimes I try and visualize. And at the start of 2022, I did some vision boards. So I'm a really visual person. So I like to see things in front of me like pictures. So I did a vision board for my business. I did one for my personal life. Um, and I did one for like a new home that I wanted. And I was just looking back on my vision boards today of 2022 and I've not looked at them since like January or February <laughs> and I was really really taken aback of how many of the visions like my annual turnover you know I've got a bigger better house with a garden and all of these things that I yeah. visualized have come to fruition and I'm like how powerful those vision boards are even yeah. though I've not had them on a pin board and I've not been looking at them at all I've went back like you know 11 months later and I've went bloody hell like I've done all those things the only thing that I haven't done, I haven't got a camper van motorhome yet, but I'll <laughs> I'll keep keep yeah. pr- praying for that one to come. You may both. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to update your vision boards now that you've got some of the stuff that you put on there? Are you going to do new ones for next year of new goals that you've got? Yeah, I'll probably um maybe do those in December for 2023. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think that's really important and loads of people talk about vision boards and I'm the same I'm a very visual person I, I have to have something in front of me and I know so many people like yourself who've done a vision board and that's kept them motivated because they're looking at the car or the house or the holiday or the, the motorhome or you know anything and then like you say when you go back and you can go actually bloody hell I've done it yeah. And it just gives you that kick up the arse that you probably need to have it. Otherwise, and I think we talked about it a few months ago as well, about setting goals. It gives you that something to look like look forward to and achieve rather than just sort of floating and not really having a direction to go to. And I do think the people who set goals tend to be more successful than those that don't. And I think there's actually a statistic there somewhere. I think Charlotte found one a few months ago. I think some like 42% of people who set goals are more successful than, the, I don't know, something like that. Um, so if you haven't done a vision board, do one, whether it's for your business, life, personal life, whatever, um, get yourself, you can do one on Pinterest, can't you? I think you can do them online. Yeah. Um, or if you're like me, just you like cut and stick. <laughs> <laughs> with a bit of cut and stick uh with a pva glue um and get it on there and, and, and just have something visual to to look for because like i said it can be quite um a lonely place being self-employed if you've got no one around you that's self-employed to get that guidance from and mm-hmm. again people who you outsource to you can speak to so i, I me and charlotte always speak a lot about various yeah. different things um you know speak to your accountant about your plans mm-hmm. uh, we have quite a few clients that come up to us and say like this is what I want to do like help me um and if it's a different person we'll point you in that direction if we can help you we will do you know what I mean because otherwise who are you going to talk to yeah so tell us you can plug a little bit of Emmy Pet <laughs> here's your, your five minutes of fame <laughs> tell um, me what you do <laughs> so I sell the Emipet toothbrushes. So I am a rep for Emipet, but I'm an independent rep. So I sell the products um, on behalf of the company and I obviously get commission off the sale. So that's how I work. Um, 
but I'm really proud of what I do. I absolutely love my job. So it's really, really important for me to give the aftercare that people yeah. need. So the support behind buying the toothbrush. So you're not just buying the toothbrush. You're getting me holding your hand every step of the way. So when I first um, got my Emmy Pet toothbrush, it was 2018, I think it was. So it was a while ago now, about four years ago. And I didn't have a clue at the time, but luckily my Emmy Pet now upline, Angela Rollinson, she sold me the toothbrush and she was super helpful. So she mm. gave me loads and loads of advice to get me started. And it was one of some ideas that I procrastinated on for a long time and thought, should I, shouldn't I? But when I actually got the toothbrush, I've fallen in love with the amazing result. It was bringing extra money to my business. Um, you know, it was bringing 750, 800 pound extra into my grooming business each yeah. month. And I thought this is absolutely amazing. Um, so I kind of want to share with other pet professionals, like how much extra you can be making off this toothbrush, because let's be honest, it's quite bleak out there at the moment. If you listen to the news, yeah. I don't listen to the news because it, it depresses me. I but, don't, um... I don't just ignore it. Just yeah. Otherwise you're going to be depressed. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's still, um, I forgot what the statistic was for how many dogs there is in the UK now, but there's like a lot. There's millions, literally <laughs> millions, millions and millions of sets of teeth up and down the country of dogs teeth to clean. Um, and it's something that you, the owners can't get away from you need to brush your dog's teeth yeah. so if you're not using any pet if you're not brushing your dog's teeth at home you're going to have an expensive trip to the vet you know in a few years time it's inevitable but it'll eventually it'll eventually get to that point so the emmy pet's really preventative but it's a brilliant thing to bring extra money to your business and that's something that i'm always really passionate about um because i didn't realize when i bought my toothbrush how far my emmy pet journey would take me yeah. and like i've kind of even shocked myself because i get a little bit of imposter syndrome sometimes and you know when i was a groomer i always looked at other other groomers work and think oh i'm not that good um but yeah it's like you know i ended up going on the cruft stand this year representing emmy pet emmy pet and um you know going on podcasts with tv vets and all whatnot. So I've had like a bit of a whirlwind success yeah. success story, but I always just think, you know, I still get a bit of imposter syndrome and I think, how have I done all this? But it's just my passion for the product, I think, that's kind of... And I think that shows as well. I think if you're mm -hmm. passionate about what you do, it comes across. Yeah, I do. I do love what I do, but I love helping other pet professionals as well because I realise that um, particularly the grooming industry... Um, it is seems to be a profession of people that don't value their own worth and they're always mm. too empathic with the clients thinking oh I can't charge this much more yeah. because they might go elsewhere and it's that kind of scarcity mentality where you're almost scared to put your prices up and then electricity prices and everything are going up and up and up and it's like you're trying to keep your costs down for your clients but then you're going to be living on beans on toast so yeah. if I can you know provide the kit and the training so that you can get something that's relatively low cost set up to introduce to your business that's going to increase your revenue I mean there's a guy recently who did my training course and he's just implemented Emmy Pet to his business and he's made an extra 1300 pounds in a month of Emmy Pet sales Jesus so it's it's pretty amazing you know yeah 
I think again, just touch on what you said. You have to have the confidence to do it. And, and like I said, I think it's an as an industry, people don't have that confidence. And I say it to my clients all the time: like you need to put your prices up. You're far too cheap. Oh, I don't want to. Um, and it's just having that confidence to think. Do you know what? I'm doing it. Uh, I am one of those dog owners. <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, I thought he's only a puppy; he'll be fine. And then um, Helen showed me his teeth, and she was like, "Look." get his teeth cleaned um so you know and again if, if I went to a groom and they said look we need to clean his teeth I'd do it yeah. regardless of how much it costs I would do yeah. it yeah. um so if someone wanted to get um an Emmy pet from you um and training from you how would they go about that um so I have a Facebook page called the dog tooth fairy that you can find me on there my logo is this it's pink pink and pink and green logo i also have a support group that's you know a community that's free to join and it's called emmy pet made simple with the dog tooth fairy that's also on facebook it's a group so that's emmy pet made simple with the dog tooth fairy and you can just message me on any of my social media platforms i'm the dog tooth fairy on instagram as well okay um do you want to just add that into my group yeah. Um, after this and then at least then people can find it easier yeah um that'd be fab so before we we sign off and i'm going to probably put you on the spot a teeny <laughs> bit what would be your three top tips as a successful business owner if someone's listening and maybe they're new or maybe they've lost their way a little bit what would be your your top three tips it doesn't have to be finance related it can be if mm-hmm. you want but just in general if you can impart some knowledge I would definitely say outsource if you can afford to. So um, I definitely think because I'm so rubbish with numbers, even when um, my business maybe wasn't performing so well financially when I was grooming, um, when I first started out, I still um, hired an accountant because I knew that I needed that um, that lack of stress at the end of yeah. tax year. I needed somebody else to sort the shit out for me because I didn't want to. So, um, yeah, outsourcing. Um, Outsource your shit. (laughs) (laughs) Outsource your shit to me because I love collecting it. (laughs) I would definitely say comparison's the thief of joy. So just focus on yourself and keep your eyes going forward and just just focus, like focus forward. Don't, Don't try and get caught up in any distractions. Just try and keep going forward. And even if you're having a bit of a, a bit of a lull or you're having a bit of a, a slump and you're feeling like you've lost a bit of energy or you've lost a bit of passion for what you're doing just tomorrow's a new day so even if you're just taking a tiny step each day and just keep moving forward and don't stop those little tiny steps like mount up over time yeah. um and then I would say what did I say comparison outsourcing and oh work-life balance yeah work-life balance is really really important and I would just say be unique and be yourself because um not everybody's gonna like you but at the end of the day your people and your clients your dream clients will like you and they will get you and they will invest in your business and nobody else is you um so you've just got to be yourself because there's no point in trying to be something that you're not or someone that you're not um, and your clients will come to you because they like you. Yeah. And um, they'll see through it as well. If you're trying to be someone you're not, it, your people will see through it straight away. Yeah. 
So but yeah, then, I mean, I I probably don't attract everybody because I, you know, I've got a bit of a potty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> every every time I'm on here, I've got a drink in my hand. So, but you know what? And that's fine. And it's fine if not, I'm not everyone's cup of tea, and, yeah. and that's completely fine with me. I wouldn't come on here and pretend to be a completely different personality mm-hmm. because I think, well, I want everyone to like me. Yeah, I come on. I am. I am. What you see is what you get. Someone, <laughs> someone said to me the other day. They rang me up. They're like. <gasps> I didn't realize because I heard you on the podcast. I didn't realize it'd be you that answered the phone. And um, she's like, "You're exactly the same." <laughs> I was like, yeah. like, yeah, because you don't, you know, no one puts on a front, so you've just got to be, like you say, just got to be yourself. And if people don't like it, well, screw them. Yeah, definitely. Fabulous. Well, I think that was really, really good. Thank you, Anastasia. Thank um, you. I think it's really helpful for people that are on this group that maybe are new and struggle just to have someone come on and go actually yeah I did struggle and I've done x y and z and I've come out the other end and now I've got a really successful business um you know you've got your little one you've got more time with her so yeah I think it's really important that we all sort of share our highs and lows and our knowledge to help everybody else and that's why I want to get more people on just to have this similar conversation but maybe from a different angle job wise so that we're not just forcing finance down your neck every week um but yeah just to help people because you know people are going to struggle at the minute with everything going on and my advice don't listen to the bloody news (laughs) never watched it never will (laughs) um but yeah everyone i hope you have a fantastic night and a fantastic week thank you for listening um this will be on the podcast uh, in the next couple of days if you um well if you say if you're not here you're not going to listen to it now are you um and any questions like i say keep putting them in the group um i will get anastasia to put all her contact details group details everything uh in the news feed of the group so you can get easy access and give her a shout if you do want to get a me pet um and i will see you all next wednesday uh hopefully lee will be back and uh, yeah cheers anastasia really appreciate it thank you been lovely chatting to you and i'm sure i will speak to you again very soon oh thank you vicky cheers all right no worries take care everyone cheers anastasia thanks for listening if you've enjoyed my podcast don't forget to subscribe for me and if you want to speak to me please visit my website at www.petaccountant.co.uk and if you'd like to join my facebook group which is full of like-minded pet professionals then search accounting for pet professionals in facebook and i will see you there